0: I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Football, by the hell. Hey everyone, welcome to the Miss United podcast with Liz and Amy, your one-stop source for all things Manchester United. I'm Amy. I'm Liz. This is a new podcast that we started to try and give a woman's take on the world of football and more specifically Manchester United. We found a lot of podcasts out there are geared towards a more male audience and we want to give you something different. The structure of many of our
1: episodes will evolve over time as we figure this out and it would be awesome if you guys joined along for the ride. Today's episode is on the surface a review of our season. We're going to go through all the players and give them a ranking out of 10 for their season and how we see next season for them. But before we can do that, there's some crazy news breaking currently. It turns out that our captain might currently be in a Greek jail. What's up with that? Okay, so basically going through a bunch of different resources, what I've gotten was between the 20th and 21st of August, he was arrested overnight in Mykonos. And the story is that he got into a brawl with another group of english tourists who are it seems like they're rival fans um that's the story i that's sort of like a question mark and they shouted abuse at him and his friends and a lot of it is like oh you're shit and your team sucks and things like that of that nature um so overall between different sources the nature of the abuse has been varied and there's rumors that his sister got stabbed in this process i saw
0: that I yes. saw that, which is still, it's still like unconfirmed though, if it's actually true or Correct.
1: Yeah. I, I don't, I don't feel comfortable quoting that as like an actual fact, but several sources have said that that happened. Okay. The, the police say that the file was open and it includes accusations of violence against officials, disobedience, bodily harm, in, insult and attempted bribery of an official, and a bunch of really serious K, um crimes that according to someone i know can lead anywhere between 1 to 5 years in jail which is crazy when you think about it um the police I mean, yeah go yeah.
0: ahead i mean i don't i don't think he'll serve sort of a prison sentence it'll be a hefty fine yeah but- of course yeah I mean- of
1: course yeah i don't think the captain of one of the biggest football clubs in the world is going to jail for anything ever yeah
0: of course i mean i'm more surprised about the bribery what what did he try to do he thought he could pay them off
1: he, I don't think it was him, I think it was one of the other two friends that got arrested with him. I think one of them attempted to pay off the police officer or okay. whoever arrested him the okay.
0: other thing
1: The other thing was that the police officers were plain clothed police officers, so they were off duty or i don't know if they were off duty, but they were not they were not visibly appearing to be police officers yeah, they
0: weren't in the uniform got it.
1: yeah um yeah, so the police also said that they resisted arrest. They hit a police officer, and yeah, one of the group offered to bribe the officer, which again is pretty intense. So then they moved him to a prison in Syros. Syros, I uh, forgive me, I don't know how to say that in Greece. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and he's been there for two nights. His trial is set for Tuesday, the upcoming Tuesday. Okay. And but he's but he's coming. He'll be represented by his lawyers in, qu- uh, in court. Oh. United United said that – their statement said, and I'm quoting here, following the appearance in court today, we note the adjournment of the case to allow the legal team to consider the case file. Harry has pleaded not guilty to the charges. It would be inappropriate for the player or club to comment further while the legal process takes its course. So it's basically United have no comment on what's going yeah. on. So, I mean <sighs>
0: – I mean, it's it's just it's just bad PRs, and it it looks really really bad. It, I mean, yeah, if if his sister was stabbed and there was people shouting, you know, insults at him, I can understand the outburst. But still, I mean, you're like the captain of the biggest football team in the world. You have to act a certain way when you're out and about. You know, this thing's gonna come back, and like they they can't stay hidden. Like they're gonna come up in public. So right come on the way
1: the way i see it is and you you would probably agree if one of us went on holiday to greece or wherever and we got into a bar fight and then we attacked a police officer we would come back to our jobs and we would get fired there's no question about that Um, of course so when a normal person is held to that high of a standard we should expect our our idols are sort of the people we're supposed to be looking up to the captain of our football club to behave in a better way
0: especially when yeah. they're going abroad because they're you're the- still representing the club at the end of the day
1: and the country in a way because yeah you're going to another country and you're not you shouldn't be behaving in a way that you wouldn't in your own country like so I think it's a bad look I think it's a bad look but at the same time if his sister was attacked and he's facing abuse there's there's the side of me that thinks that a lot of fans are very entitled to players in a way and bad performances on pitch doesn't give you the right to abuse them in their person in general even during matches but in their personal time when they're on holiday with their family and friends you don't have the right to go and attack them in any way so I think in that sense there is a part of me that feels very sympathetic towards him Okay, Uh, that's how I feel in general
0: I have a question for you do you think he should be stripped of captaincy oh yeah uh, yes I, I think he should be stripped of
1: captaincy not just for this issue I think when Bruno Fernandes came in he raised the level of what a leader should be on the pitch. And I think in general, I think he's shown that he is captain material and McGuire hasn't shown that yet on the pitch. I mean, he has to some extent, but then adding this on top of that, he's not showing it off the pitch as a leader. You can look at Marcus Rashford, for example, doing a lot of really amazing things and you can easily say that off the pitch, he's a leader. He's someone you can look up to. He's someone that, the club can show as a great um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Someone can look at Manchester United and be like, hey, Marcus Rashford's from that club. He
0: is yeah, a, really a great amazing. representative.
1: Yeah, a great representative. Yeah. And I don't think is doing that. So, yeah, yeah. I, I personally think he should.
0: I have a question. Yeah, send I mean, yeah, me.
1: I have a question for you. How do you view the overall – reaction to McGuiregate versus something that Martial would do or something Pogba would do do you see a very marked difference by how the media is treating personally I've seen I've seen several photos and things they were showing him with his family they were showing he got arrested why are you being so sympathetic
0: yeah I agree completely if this was Pogba or anyone else they would have been slaughtered with the press they would have been it would have i mean they can't like buy a nice strand rover without just getting called out for it in the press like there'll be three articles about how much it costs and where he bought it from and what color it is and when he parks wrong that one time like and this is just you know they're giving him the benefit of the doubt which a lot of black footballers in england don't get a lot of the time I remember Raheem Sterling bought his mom, uh,
1: like he renovated his mom's bathroom or something like that. Mm-hmm. I have to look up the story. And they just completely went off about how much money he's wasting or things like that. And mm-hmm. it's like, he did a very nice thing and you're abusing him. Whereas, yeah. you know, it's not just McGuire. James Madison just a couple of weeks ago had a very uncomfortable video of. Oh Yeah, I saw that. And the reaction to that has mostly been just memes and, throwing it off as something to be laughed about when you know it's bad behavior and we yep. don't we don't offer that same leeway to black footballers in England or in general I think which is yeah completely which agree. yeah, yeah. So.
0: okay should we go in on the like just a review of our season in general the 61 games which lasted a year and two weeks a year and two weeks I think
1: it's yeah I think it's 54 weeks something like 370 days which is insane I am tired.
0: too long it is too long the players need a break but I think I need a break oh no we needed more oh yeah we needed more
1: <laughs> uh how do you see the season overall
0: out of it I mean I mean, if you just look at it from a statistical point of view, like we finished third, we made it to three semifinals. It looks good. We lost every single one of those semifinals, but it looks good. But that being said, we rely a lot on like individual players putting in good shifts. And if they don't put in those good shifts, like an entire team will suffer. We saw it when Rashford like carried the club on his back for so long, and then he got injured. And it was literally on his line.
1: back. Literally on his back, because then he got a yeah. back injury. That is...
0: Broke his back for us. Literally broke his back
1: for us. Ridiculous. I think on the surface, I think if you look at the numbers, if you look at, on paper, we had a mm-hmm. a, a 7 out of 10 season, I would say. A a good season. It's not, yeah. it's not what we're used not to. Not a great season, yeah. but yeah. You dig in on in each individual performances and the way we kind of just, it was very... We Kind of made it very workman, like we just pushed through in a very ugly way. In a way,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: When you dig that, I would say it's more like a five six season, like it, it, it was fine. Like, we got what we needed in the end. We needed top, top four, and we got top four. But now I'm thinking, we how do we is this a platform? Are we going to get better, or is this the peak? Are we going to revert back
0: to, yeah, how I we mean. Work? Just the way this transfer window is going so far. I mean, there's still, I think, two months left of the transfer window. But still, the way it's going so far, I think they got what they wanted. which was Champions League football. They got that bonus money. And now it's just going to be like no investment whatsoever. And we're going to go back to being six, seven next season. And then Ole will get sacked. And then we'll just go through the same process all over again. I think. I feel like that's the way it's headed.
1: I really hope we make some signings. I I don't know if it's going to be Sancho, if it's going to be... Uh, Who else are we linked to? Grealish? Grealish, yeah. Uh, Whoever it is, I think we definitely need reinforcements because as we're going to see soon, some of the squad did not have great seasons.
0: No, they did not. But I mean, I don't see us signing another um, central defender, for instance, after splashing 80 million on Harry Maguire. We're not going to get another defender this season. For sure not. And we need one desperately.
1: Desperately. So I think we should start.
0: Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to do player ratings. Uh, we're just going to rate everyone's season out of 10. Our number one, yeah. David
1: How mm-hmm. would you? What would you say his season has been?
0: I'm giving him a five. I mean, it's not his best season. We know what Dave is capable of, and he really didn't show up this season. I mean, he made a lot of mistakes, a lot of individual mistakes, which cost us points in semifinals. But then, I mean, I know, we know he's, what he's still capable of doing. I mean, I off the top of my head, the game against Tottenham when we were 1-0 one, one up and he pulled off a lot of great saves. The game against City where he pulled off a lot of get, great saves. So we know what he can do and he just, you know, he kind of, his performance wasn't there at all, especially towards the end of the season.
1: Yeah, I think I would agree with that. I would give him somewhere between a five and a six. I, yeah. Yeah, so like five and a half. I think, I mean, it's not his best season. It's nowhere near his best season. No, of course. But I think at some point he did make crucial saves. And Mm -hmm. a lot of matches went by without him doing much. So his mistakes stand out in the grand scheme of things for two reasons for me. One, they don't happen often enough that we notice it. And then when it happens, we notice it a lot. Two, I just think that a lot of matches were not really in that much. We don't we don't ask that much of him. So he's just kind of there, which is why I don't think he had like a nightmare season. I'm not thinking like Carius in the Champions League final level of like horrible. He's just sort of kind of been underwhelming. And then he would have one or like a couple of matches where he would just have a really bad mistake and that stands out a lot for me so yeah mm-hmm. between five
0: and a six yeah i saw this tread on twitter when it says like when he doesn't have a lot of a lot to do like his attention span is just isn't there so he tends to do a lot of like stupid mistakes like stuff him just don't happen i saw this whole tread about it. it was really good um but yeah maybe that's his problem we've just improved our defensive backline, kind of and he's so he has less and less to do and he's losing concentration yeah.
1: The other thing I've noticed is that there's a lot of mix-ups. It's not just... Every mistake that De Gea made, you also look at Maguire and you look at Lindelof and you're like, yeah, oh, they could have done better too. So I feel like that little triangle between the three of them, there's some communication link missing. Yeah. I think maybe when we had Swalling and Jones, De Gea was like, you know what? I don't trust anything either of I'll you. Do are it grand- myself. I'll do it myself. <laughs> but here it's like, they're splitting it up between them, but they don't quite know how to talk to each other yet, which yeah, which might improve. I mean, I hope it improves. How do you?
0: It needs to improve.
1: <laughs> how do you see next season for him? We just signed him I mean, on a massive new contract, and he's on. Yeah, crazy wages. Yeah, he's
0: yeah, he's with us until twenty twenty three. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's he's going to be our starter next season. There's no doubt in that. But it will be interesting because if, if Dean Henderson does stay with us and not go on loan, I mean, he's a, he's, obviously he still makes mistakes. He's still young, but he's waiting there in the sidelines. So I think every mistake that Dave's going to make is going to be like this more pressure for him because there is someone that could potentially replace him down the road. So it will be an interesting season. I think he, he will feel that pressure and be more inclined to be like, you know what, I can't make mistakes because I might actually lose my spot next season. Maybe not like this season, but the one after that, there could be more, you know, pressure on him to perform better. I think
1: some healthy competition might be good for De Gea because I think
0: yeah he, I think he's gotten a little comfy
1: in his position at the club, not just at the club, but just in general, like what he offers to football in general, because he knows deep down that if it's not working out, at – And I don't know this, I'm not reflecting on his personality, but I think he knows that if it's not going to work out at United, he could go literally to any other club. He would be an upgrade on a lot of keepers, even now, even with the mistakes, he would be an upgrade on quite a few keepers out there.
0: I mean, I don't think anyone will match his wages at United, though. Yeah,
1: but I think that that's going to be the thing that we're going to see it. Phil Jones is on like 150 K a year. I mean, a year, what am I talking about? A week? Like I,
0: Oh my God.
1: I don't, I don't think anyone is going to match any wage that United are putting out. So, but I think he knows that if it doesn't work out here, he still has a future somewhere else. He's not going to go pull a Joe Hart and go to Burnley or something like that. Um, And he also knows that his position at United is safe because Romero's good We'll we're
0: going to talk about Romero soon but he's good yeah, but, he's but he's not, not challenging he's yeah. not
1: challenging so I think Henderson coming yeah. in will be good for him I think it'll push him a little bit more um I I hope I hope it all works out because I I think he's been an amazing servant for the club and I really like him so yeah
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, he has so much credit in the bank. It really pisses me off when fans like forget that completely and they're just like, oh, he needs to be axed. He needs to be dropped. Yeah, like, did you, like he saved us from relegation a couple of seasons. Like, yeah, I mean, guys, he, he's calm been, down.
1: He's been what player of the season like for the last seven years or something like that. It's ridiculous. He's been at such a high level that I'm willing to forgive some mistakes. Not not all of them, but some of them, I'm willing to yeah. just let slide. Just it's okay.
0: He, he he has that credit. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so what do you think about our number two, Victor Lindelof? Five. I think he had a very he had a very
1: lukewarm season. I think honestly, it's either I don't notice him doing anything good, and that I only <laughs> notice him when he's doing something bad, and I feel like he, I feel like we need to upgrade on him I don't think he's working well with Maguire. and I just get it with him I, I really don't get it with him I don't think he's been that good I think he was better last season actually I think last season he was not mm-hmm. I mean not great I mean we conceded like a million but goals but yeah he was definitely better last season and I don't know what's going on with him uh I think he's just not He's just not at the level we need, which, yeah, that's my personal yeah.
0: opinion. How do you feel? I gave him a six. I feel like it was generous. I was very generous with my scoring system. Um, I mean, he scares me when it's a, he's a 1v1. I don't trust him at all in that situation. Like, if it's 1v1 and there's Lindelof, I'm like, we're conceding. That's, that's done. Um, and then just sometimes there's games where I feel like he's been solid a good portion of the game. And then he'll just do something stupid and concede a goal. Like and it's completely his mistake. I'm just like, what? I don't know. He's slow. Him and McGuire are slow. We have a slow defense. It just. I think we just. I don't know. I. I think we just have two of the same player.
1: It's just McGuire's is just an upgrade yeah. on Lindelof, which makes it really strange for me because we're playing both of them together, and it's like, mm-hmm. I think we bought McGuire to upgrade on Lindelof, right? Like, that, that's the logic yeah. for me. And yet, they're playing together. I, I don't get it. Um, I think that's on the manager. But also, I think it's just that our other defenders are either injured or Phil Jones. Like, I don't
0: think we have the options that we need. Yeah, agreed. So what do you think about next season for him?
1: I'm praying that Ed Woodward or someone at the club realizes we need a defender and we get a defender. A different type of defender, not the same exact type of defender we've been getting. Yeah, because I, I can't see Lindelof and Maguire start alongside each other next season because I, I can't. It's slow, and both of them are so bad when they're turning. And oh god, yeah, I, I really. I mean,
0: I. Yeah, I hope as well, but I feel like our hope is completely unfounded. So I do not see him losing his place to Bailey at the moment. I don't know how you say his bye. name. Yeah. Um Bailey. Um so yeah, I don't think it will be threatened for next season. And yeah, I feel like it's gonna be the same. Like our defense is gonna be McGuire and Lindelof for a good portion of next season. I'm sorry to break it to you. Depressing. That's upset. <laughs>
1: Speaking of Everyone's favorite shit have Eric Bai
0: didn't Yay.
1: did not play this I I think he played like twice. But listen, I'm gonna give him something that's more than a zero just because that video of him trying an overhead kick in the reserves match after being out for like months yeah. on end is still one of the funniest things I've ever seen. He he's a he's a madman. I adore him. I just don't think this season was anything to think about.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, do you have anything for next season for him? I mean, I gave him a five just for that shoulder drop <laughs> in our own box against Chelsea where my heart stopped beating for two seconds. But, I mean, he's fun to watch. I mean, not fun to watch. He's stressful to watch. But he's like one of our... If he stops with all the, you know, uh, how do you say, hasty tackles and stuff like that, I feel like he would be a really good defender and good pair with mcguire but i just don't trust him that much i think and he's always injured
1: i think his first season he was very good i i mean i think he's a really good defender when he's not doing something insane Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but he always does something insane so yeah yeah it's it's i mean
0: you just know what you just never know what you're gonna get with him is it a red card like five minutes after stepping (laughs) on the pitch is he gonna give away a penalty oh uh, my god
1: yeah
0: uh... so yeah i mean i like him just because you know top class shit Hauser. Yeah.
1: My logic is if you're going to be bad, you might as well be funny about it. I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather see Bye than <laughs> Lindelof, but at this point I'm just looking at United for like entertainment value because I'm not getting anything <laughs> productive out of them. I mean, he's here for a couple more years, so hopefully we can get a season that isn't he's not out injured. Hopefully we can get something out of him. I think.
0: Yeah. He's his contract runs out June, 2022. So maybe we can get two more seasons. I I don't see if he doesn't improve. I don't see us like renewing the contract. So yeah, or extending it. I don't know.
1: I mean, we could sell him this summer, even if we wanted yeah. to, I don't think we should, but
0: no, uh, definitely not.
1: But in the event we can get money for him because there's, there's yeah. a player there. I think, um,
0: yeah, speaking <sighs> of a player there, let's talk about Phil Jones.
1: Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> there was a player there at some point in time.
1: Yeah, he scored against Tranmere, so I'm giving him a two. You
0: they to give him a two as well. Yeah, okay.
1: <sighs> but I think because you brought it up, I'm gonna say one thing, and I think it's that when we got Phil Jones, I know everyone goes on about that Sarah Alex quote about how he's gonna be better than Jack mm-hmm. Network, but He's not just he's not saying something completely out of line. At the time we bought him, he was a perfectly decent center back. He was mm-hmm. one of the best in the league actually for a young one the season before we bought him. Yeah. So, and he had a couple of really good seasons. I think our biggest mistake with Phil Jones is that we didn't sell him when we could have sold him. When we could have gotten money for him and I think that would have been the smart business thing to do but we kept giving him contracts he kept getting injured and then now he's now he's just there's nothing there anymore i don't even think i don't even think that ship or league one side would take him at this point because not just his wages which are obnoxious but also i don't yeah i mean he's been injured so many times that he's not a functioning player anymore it's such a harsh thing to say because he tries so hard and i feel so bad for him because he there was actually a really good player there but we as a club managed him so poorly that now we're just stuck with him and we're not getting rid of him he's gonna be here
0: i hope everyone realizes that
1: phil jones is gonna be here until he decides to retire
0: yep i mean now he's at this rate he's just a punchline to a joke and I feel so bad for him, to be honest. I feel really bad. But, I mean, yeah, he just doesn't have a place in the club. His injuries have not helped. But, yeah, I mean, he's just going to be here next season. I don't want to see him anywhere near a pitch, but he's going to be there on the bench for sure.
1: Collecting collecting a really good annual salary in a week, every single yeah. week a year. More
0: money than I will ever make in my entire life, for sure.
1: It's, yeah, it's insane. Um <laughs> Captain, leader, legend, Harry Maguire. Let's talk about Harry Maguire. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, Okay, so Uh. I gave him a 7. I mean, he's, I feel like he's not worth 8 a million by any sort of respect, but he improved our backline a lot. Um, He gets scrutinized every mistake he's gonna get because of his price tag. He does make a lot of mistakes. He's very slow. Um, There's just a lot of issues there, but I mean, we improved with him. Like, our defending improved a lot with him. And Aaron Mubisaka, but that's another story. But, yeah, I mean, he got a lot of scrutiny, and he deserved it. But I don't think it was a bad season by any respect.
1: I'm giving him a a 6.5, which I think is fair. I think a 7 is fair, too. I think 80 million pounds. Is it's a lot of
0: money. Is a lot
1: of money. And I know I know a lot of people will say it's not his fault that United paid that much. But at the same time, I want to point out that we judged Pogba against his price tag. We judge Martial against his price tag. I mean his entire chant is about how we judged him against his price tag. So a player can't really escape the money that a club played for him. Now 80 million pounds should get you a Van Dyke or a Laporte or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we didn't get that. And I think that is, that is, yeah, that's an indication on him. Now that said, we definitely improved with him. It, the alternative is playing in Roma right now. So we're definitely way better
0: <laughs> than yeah, we were. Course.
1: I just think there's a mistake in him. He's a bit slow.
0: Yeah. We I pre- mean, we probably- we're forgetting... Sorry, go no, ahead. No, you go ahead. I mean, I-, I don't know if this is true, but like half of the season he probably played with a hip injury. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's uh, I don't know what game it was where he him and Bailly knocked heads and Bailly went off injured and he pretty much played that entire game concussed for sure. And I'm just like... Uh, I mean, I'm looking at Ollie for this because no player should ever play injured, but... I don't know how much of a role that played in all of his performance just this season. Because if he did play with a hip injury throughout like 50% of the season, that's that's a lot.
1: I think when we get to our manager, this is something that I, I'm going to go off on. Because I think it's yeah. absolutely atrocious the way we managed Maguire this season. He played every single minute of every yeah. league game. Uh, yeah, so I mean... Good season, okay. Season, not I wouldn't say it's a good season, and I think he's been yeah. overall, he's been good,
0: yeah, or better, I mean,
1: better than what we had,
0: exactly. And just for next season, I just wanted to see him getting rested for like less important games. We don't need to be started, we didn't need to start him against uh, what was it, the Ascana game where we had we had a five nil up aggregate. Like, why, why, why did he yeah, start
1: against LASK? Not only did we oh, start yeah, yeah. him, but we bought Pogba on like halfway through when we're already like two goals up and LASK needed to score like seven to get through and it's just like why what 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 is okay anyway yeah if I start on that that's gonna go on a complete tangent but yeah Yeah. I think for me next season again it it goes back to like the Lindelof and the Baye thing we just I wish we had a better player alongside him to make up for his weaknesses which is that he is slow and he's bad on the turn and he gets caught out quite a bit. But at the same time I think more of the same. I just hope we we use him better. We have we have enough young defenders that the League Cup or the FA Cup, we could use them. Or yeah. yeah. So okay. yeah, that's that's Moving no on. Plan. So Pogba, go. Go. Um overall I think obviously the first half of the season he was injured so I don't really have a rating. After the after the restart, I think he's been a 9 out of 10. Like, every time he stepped on a pitch, he's been excellent. He's been exactly what we needed. We totally saw how much we missed him as soon as he came back. So I think overall, we, I'd give him a 7 because making up for the injury and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think he's been excellent. I think he's really crucial. And sometimes when I see people going on about how we should sell him, I'm like, what are you watching? I get it. Like, the contract situation is annoying. His agent is annoying. But what are you watching? Like, you want to see Andreas Pereira? Like, why yeah. would you want to sell our genuinely only world-class player?
0: Yeah, He won a World
1: Cup. Like, what are you people thinking? Anyway, go
0: ahead. What do you think? I gave him an 8 just based on his performance since the restarts. Um, I mean, just the second he showed up on the pitch against Spurs, I was just like, oh my God, this is what we've been missing. This is what we needed. And just having Bruno there, giving him another creative outlet is just brought up really the best of him. And he seems like happier with just everything. He seems like a a load has been taken off his shoulders, to be honest. So Yeah. yeah, I hope like next season we can see a lot more of the Bruno Pogba partnership and just him improving more. And I would like to see him in a more attacking role, but at the same time, I don't think I would trust Bruno defensively like I trust Paul. No, Bruno so, loses possession quite a bit. Yeah. Actually,
1: I was thinking, and it's applicable to what you just said about he looks like a person who a huge load has been lifted off his shoulders. Roy Keane said something in um, recently about how he doesn't think Pogba is a leader, which I think is complete bullshit, but... Yeah. I think he's a different kind of leader to Bruno or even Maguire. And it sounds like he just wants to do his thing. He wants to play. He doesn't want to think about it. When he's the only one that's doing everything, then he's he's doing three people's jobs. He's thinking about it. He's trying to figure out how to lift up everyone else. And then there's that huge, again, his like, um the value, how much we bought him for. Yeah is on his shoulders, and it, he crumbled under that. Now, half of that is lifted off. We don't care about what we're paying for him because we're paying $80 million for Maguire. He has another player next to him that can pass the ball well. Our front three is dynamic, and they're moving. It's not Lukaku anymore. Um, so it's it's been good for him, and I think he looks happier. He looks healthy. I think he looks healthy. Yeah. And it's, it's going to be good. I hope he signs a new contract. I saw quotes today by yeah. uh, Fabrizio Romano about how his team is ready to sign a contract. So I hope he signs a contract and yeah. get Bruno Bruno and Pogba for another four or five years. And I think we would be absolutely amazing
0: for that. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. So um Yeah, so let's move on. We don't have a number seven. I was like... What? Where's our number seven? Uh, I remember it's Alexis Sanchez. I was like, oh, Samuel, we don't Sanchez. have number seven. Oh <laughs> never mind.
1: Um, actually, speaking of number seven, everyone talking about Jaden Sancho getting number seven. I think once Alexis Sanchez has that number, we need to retire. It's yeah. a cursed number. Yeah, um, let's just never it's use over. number
0: seven again. No, just, I mean, <laughs> nope. I don't want it. Okay, <laughs> so we have Mata. Um Yeah, I mean, Six. listen, yeah, I give him a six as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, he did
0: what he
1: does. He's old; his legs are gone.
0: Yeah, he's completely. But... His legs are so. He's Still, capable of producing like moments of magic, which we know he's capable of. I mean, he's still he's still got it in him, but he's just he's not even an impact sub. He just needs to bring him on. Like, when he came on against Copenhagen, I was like, what the hell is Oli thinking? And then he was just, oh, that's what he's thinking. He completely changed the game. So he's still capable of that, but it's just like one in a million games I that think I think he's like, still...
1: With him, it's a combination of he needs the right opponents like Copenhagen who are not, with no disrespect to them. They're not at our standards. So of it's it's like a lower tier team. And the game was a lot slower so he can do what he wants to do. I don't think that's going to hack it against bigger clubs. And we're not in the Europa League next season. We're in the Champions League. So it's not like we're going to get or we're not going to get, uh, who do we play? LASK or something like that. Yeah. We're going to get a higher level of competition. And I don't think he can do it against that. That said, nothing depressed me more this season and when we were chasing a goal against Manchester City and he was standing over a free kick and Fred took it and oh. I still don't know why Fred took it and we could have we just needed one more goal and we were gotten through and, yeah. it, and
0: he's, he still has that in him I mean the uh, the one I remember the most is the one against Juve in the last minute of the game and I was yeah. just like he's he's still capable of doing that I mean his shot is there. What, why is Fred... Oh, let's not get started on free kicks.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just... Yeah, I, I, he did his thing. I'm not going yeah. to...
0: The only
1: the only complaint I have is we gave him a two-year contract last year. I don't know why. Which... Yeah. I don't know I why mean, we're giving players over 30, like, long-term contracts. Like, what What are we supposed to get out of them? It's yeah, not like have, we have the...
0: Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I have a whole rant on the Madich contract. Oh, that yeah. Was... Stupid. Yeah, when we get there, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I mean his contract ends next June. So I don't think I hope I don't, don't know. It. I don't know. We may give him a five year contract. I don't understand Yeah, who tra-
1: knows? Yeah. I mean we, we gave Phil Jones a four year contract last year or something. So it's like who knows what who knows what our club is thinking at any given moment. I, I love a functioning institution. <laughs>
0: anyway, sure. Okay, so number nine, your favorite it's Marshall, tell me.
1: AM9, he had an absolutely fantastic season. I, I give him a 9 out of 10. I think he's been electric and 23 goals. He was out for nearly two months injured, which people forget. And his assist rate is pretty good. He's just, yeah, it's a fantastic season. And I'm so glad we have him. And I'm so glad we're going to have him for a few more years. And I think there's a situation with him where I blame Mourinho in a lot of ways because it, it's definitely his fault. But at the same time, I think Martial needed a coach that believed in him, can coach him to be the player he's supposed to be. And I think we're seeing that now and we're going to keep seeing it. And at I think the best thing I could say is that we signed a new contract with him last year and we're going to have him for another few more years so we're going to have him for the best of his career and I am really excited for that
0: yeah I agree I give him a nine out of ten he's definitely his best season in United shirt and yeah he he. I mean his best season and look at what our start, starting lineup was until January there was no, no no creativity coming out of midfield um and yeah he just seems so much more happier and like he can pass players easily and he can score from outside of the box he can poach goals he's just doing everything that he was bought to do and yeah I agree with you with the Ali assessment he's definitely bought out the best of him and he seems just like a lot happier as well and I think that that's that's had a huge influence on his game
1: yep I think that's absolutely true Dr. Marcus Rashford our number 10
0: Yay, my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I gave him an eight just because of the injury. And since the restart, he hasn't been at his best. I am i don't think he's fully fit. And I feel like that, I mean, a double stretch fracture does take a lot out of you. So I think hopefully he can get back to where he was before he had that injury because he was just so good. He was doing it all literally by himself. It was our our like game plan going to the game was throw the ball along, Rashford's out, down there somewhere and he'll do something crazy and we'll score. That was what Ollie's plan was at halftime, I feel.
1: He broke his back to carry our useless <laughs> I was gonna yes. say something. He <laughs> broke his back to carry us and it, it's his best season. Yeah, twenty two goals, I think he's been he's been really good. I the way we managed him has been appalling. And <sighs> I, If I get started on that, that could be an episode in itself. I think the way we treat We it.
0: should do an episode on that because, I mean, the way I, we've treated I, some of our players this season. has I, just Yeah, been... I
1: think injury management, I think that's definitely something we should do because, yeah, there's a lot. A lot of our players have been through the same situation. But taking the injury out, and I don't, I agree with you, I don't think he looks fit right now. Besides that, the bulk of the season he's been – Absolutely excellent. And again, it's the same thing with Martial. We're going to get the best of his career. And with a manager who seems to know how to coach those forward players,
0: which we're going to see yeah. with
1: Mason soon as well. So, yeah, in arson, I think he's been very good.
0: Yeah, so just more of the same next season for me. Yep. And rest. Like, we can rest him for games which are not that important. Like Yeah,
1: yeah I, I think the one good thing we're going to – we're seeing is that the players we're going for are forward players, so we can probably rest Mar- uh, Martial. We can rest Rashford. We can rest Mason because we're yep. going to get those kind of players in. So yeah, I mean that's yeah. good.
0: We don't have um, a number
1: eleven. Which oh,
0: but I I was like first first of all when I saw a number eleven, my initial thought was like oh Ryan Giggs, and then I was like oh no yeah, I'm oh, not I'm not in two thousand and eight. Oh God, I wish I wish. Um, <laughs>
1: Yeah, so hopefully Jaden Sancho, number 11, make it happen. Because yeah. we Let's not give him the number seven.
0: It's cursed. Let's just let it go. It's in the past now.
1: Our number 12 is Chris Smalling. I think he had a really good season in Italy. Not for us, but yeah. yeah. Um,
0: I mean, just let him go, Ed. Yeah, let him go. he wants we to need go. The money.
1: Roma want him. It, it. I guess it's a done deal. I think we just bought him back for like, the Europa League because Roma were in it with us. Um, They were like, we're not going to give you a player just for, just so you can use him to compete against us. But I think now it's just a paperwork thing. I think he's leaving. So I think he's been a great servant for us. I I know he he has critics, but I think he's a nice man. And I think it's similar to Jones. There was a, a season or two there that he was very good. So good for him. Yeah. Number 13 is Lee Grant. I don't know why we gave a goalkeeper number 13. I think it's uh, it's a curse number for a goalkeeper. But, yeah, he didn't play. Let's move on. Yeah. Number 14, Jesse.
0: I feel so bad. Yeah. I gave him a 5 just because I was being generous. But, um, I, yeah, I, I, I feel...
1: A, I gave him a 3.5, and I feel like I was being harsh. But maybe I wasn't. I.
0: No, I mean, it, he hasn't had a good season, obviously. Yeah. I mean, we've all seen it, Um. I just, I know, I mean, he's going through a lot of personal stuff. And I just hope that the club is supporting him the way that he should be. Because, I mean, obviously, it's taken a toll on him. And, I mean, we know what he's capable of. He was, like, really important to us for a couple of seasons. And I just hope he finds his form. I don't think he's going to be with us, to be honest. I actually want him to go because I feel like for his career, he needs to he needs to leave.
1: He's turning 28 this year, I think. I think for his career, he really needs to leave because yeah. he's not going to have that many more years at the top. And I think, yeah, I think he should leave. That said, I'm glad he got a couple of goals at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. The way Ali was making his substitutes, though, I have a feeling that he's not, he doesn't rate Jesse anymore, which, fair enough, I think it's been a very rough season. The last season was pretty poor. I think. It's just been, it's been a combination of things, I think. His input has never been particularly high, yeah. what, and now it's even lower. And the stuff he does off the ball that's really good is not really relevant to the way we play anymore. Yeah. So I think he's just kind of in a weird, awkward place. And obviously, he's going through a lot like in his personal life. And I agree with you. I hope someone at the club is taking care of him. And or giving him resources to find help or something because it's it's a hard thing to go through alone especially considering his mom has been hospitalized hospitalized for mental health issues and stuff like that so I really hope someone is looking out for him and I really hope he gets a new start at a different club I I think I think he'd be decent in the Premier League I don't I've seen so many jokes about him not even being like at a League Two level, and that's bullshit. Like, yeah, I, mean. I, I think if he went to Aston Villa or West Ham, he'd be absolutely fine. Like, I yeah.
0: don't.
1: So, yeah, that's just it's a
0: sad case, but yeah. So, 15. Oh boy, is Pereira.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna say one thing, and it's that Pereira played about three times as much as Jesse, and he has the exact same numbers.
0: I mean, if it's between them two, I'd take Jesse any day. Oh, uh, yeah. Just, I at mean. At
1: least, yeah, I know Pereira is also, like, an academy product and stuff like that. And I'm not going to say that only, uh, like, locally born players count because that's not true. But at the same time, like, I don't have the sentiment attached to Pereira that there's yeah. that. And we played him in a bunch of different roles. Like, he had – He's played a lot of minutes. If I I could probably look it up, but that's irrelevant. He played a lot of minutes this season. He started eighteen Premier League games.
0: That's lots. I didn't. That's thought. a lot.
1: That's a lot. That's oh more God. than like. That's yeah. That's more than quite a few other players.
0: Eighteen I, games. Eighteen games. I must. I must have blagged those out. Like out of my. Well, remember. yeah. I must erase COVID, that.
1: <laughs> because COVID happened and we got a break from seeing him. But yeah, he eighteen games. It's yeah. It genuinely insane how much he played and he did nothing. He did literally nothing. So um
0: yeah. yeah. I mean just he needs to go. He needs I'm, to go. I he, he doesn't give any he he doesn't even need to be on the bench anymore. He just he's, he's not, not even an the, option.
1: Half the time lately he's not even on the bench. Yeah. So
0: so yeah, he's gone.
1: I, I think Spain would be good for him. I think something like that. So good luck, Andreas. Um yeah. yeah better political opinions um oh, anyway <laughs> anyways number 16 marco Chirojo is coming back and uh he's chaotic i'm just giving him a straight 10 out of 10 for the pure shithousery that he puts out at any given time but like he didn't play i it's like two i think he played yeah. a couple times and he was just a chaotic like oh he played against arsenal actually and the reason i know this is a lot of my arsenal Friends, they were so mad at how he just got away with. Oh no, I think that was oh. last season. He just got away with like murder on the
0: pitch. Yeah, he 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 should have gotten a red card just for that. I remember that game. Yeah, so, he, he's the one who like has never gotten a red card. Yeah, and he's had some really awful tackles, which I'm like, oh that that should definitely should have been a sending off. Yeah, but, oh, good for him, I guess. I I don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean he's like Bai, not as skilled as Bai, but for yeah, shit and stuff like that you can always count on him to make a game entertaining like he he did like that ridiculous kill and failed the season what was it
1: i i think he did like a rabona or something oh yeah right when like he was in a good spot and he could have like passed it and be, been like normal he just tried something ridiculous and you're like yeah that that's that's the player that's the team yep. that i support good yep. for them <laughs> uh, but well, yeah, I
0: mean he was on I don't think he's coming is he coming back? He came back, he but he's came going back, again. But I
1: think it's a smalling situation. I think we're just gonna send him back. I hope it's on a permanent deal because right now he's on a loan in Argentina, but we're paying his wages, and his wages are very high. So I hope I hope we sell him. I think best case scenario with a lot of these players that we have is that we're gonna pull like a Sanchez situation where we just yeah. sell him to another team for free and
0: it's they just, pay his wages
1: yeah and it's like we don't make money out of it but we don't we're not we are not we yeah the the
0: wage bill's gone down so whatever works uh, number um, 17 fred yeah uh, six and um, a half i mean yeah i went seven i went i rounded it up yeah. i mean i think he was solid for he had a better season than the last season definitely i mean i, I think the period from
1: Paris, I think the Paris game last season was his best game. Because before that, I thought he was shit. The Paris game, he was actually very good. And then in that period after Paris, where we just lost every single game, he was like the best player on the pitch. Mm -hmm. And then I think the first half of the season, pre-COVID, pre-all of this insane stuff, he was, I think, very solid. I think he was good. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened post-COVID. Like, I guess... I think.
0: I mean, I saw something um, where if he gets benched and he gets benched, like, and then he comes in, he just doesn't get the rhythm of the game. And it takes a while for him to get started, kind of. That's, yeah, that's my take on it. Like, every time I watch him, it's like,
1: he's good. And then if he takes a couple of of matches out and he comes back, he just, yeah, he needs a launching pad. Like, he needs a couple of warm-up games and then he gets back to what he was, which... In a way, I'm like I don't know if we need that in a player because that's very hard to. If you have that in a rotating player, that's really hard yeah. because the point of them rotating in is that they just step up immediately and then go back out.
0: Yeah, so, agreed. Yeah, but I mean, he's. I feel like he's okay, but he's not. I mean, with Bruno and Pogba coming up, he he's never going to be anywhere near starting eleven.
1: And think- it's bad
0: because he didn't have like a bad season, but again, he's not a. The Manchester United standard, I feel. Yeah. The standard has gone down, like, a lot.
1: Yeah, I feel like he's... I feel like we need to upgrade on that position. That, like, weird mix between, like, a defensive midfielder and, like, just a regular, like, number eight type midfielder because we have... Fred playing there, we have McTominay playing there, we have Matic playing there, and it's like none of them are really doing the job that we need them to do to support Bruno and Pogba, so I feel like we just need another player that's better for that.
0: Yeah, agreed. So,
1: but if Fred's going to be here, I hope he just has a decent season next season, I guess.
0: Yeah. Number
1: 18, Bruno
0: Fernandez. I mean, he changed our season. Yeah, nine out of ten for me. Uh, quality signing, like, yeah, he's we been, needed him.
1: He's been transformative, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, the only only criticism I have of Bruno, and it has nothing to do with him, is that we paid more for him in January than what Sporting wanted us to pay in like over the summer. So I'm just like, what? Where is the brain? Where there, there is, is the none. Brain? Like, there is
0: none. <laughs> I could Ed, do better deals. I
1: mean... Ed Woodward, investment banker from J.B. Morgan, has the business sense of a... I genuinely do not know what he's thinking half the time. Actually, I don't even think he makes the signings. I think it's like Mark Judge or someone. But still, like I don't know what any of them are thinking at any given time. But yeah, he's been excellent. I think he's been transformative. Yeah. And I can't wait to see him next season. Same. I hope... I hope we rest him though, because I don't want him to die on the pitch for us because yeah. we've
0: been playing him constantly. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I have to say is penalties are amazing. His hop, skip thingy that he does will definitely kill me at some oh, point, yeah. but he yeah. does like, I think we, we needed that because our penalties were iffy a lot of the time and he's just not missed one in his, he, whole, in his whole career, which is in
1: his whole career. That's insane. Um, The other thing is that he does lose possession quite a bit. Oh, yeah, he does
0: do that. And he does sometimes, like, go for the wrong player when he should go for that. And I've been noticing a lot more, like, since he's been tired. Like, in Europa League, he did a lot of misplaced passes. I'm just, I'm, like, jotting that down to he's tired and he's been overplayed, like, a lot. And obviously, it's been, like, a really hectic schedule for them. So, yeah.
1: I think, yeah, but at the same time, I'm kind of, Grateful that he tries something different because, like, obviously Fred. We just talked about Fred, but like, actually, Fred tries some stuff too. But say McTominay, for example. Yeah, he so doesn't. I, he's safe. He's not going to lose possession, but we're not going to get anything cool or creative or new out of him. So at the very least, Bruno, and he's not just like a vibes player. Like he has a great output. So I think I'm I'm glad that he's trying stuff, and I. I hope he never loses that because I think it's been fun to watch. I, I Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. Diogo
1: okay. Deleu. Um, Diogo
0: I mean, he didn't really play much. And apparently, Ollie yeah. doesn't really rate him. And I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's quite unfair. He had last season, I mean, he got that penalty against PSG. He's not great, but I mean, there's... He's an alright player. I mean, considering there's Aaron Wan-Bissaka and... Brandon Williams ahead of him, he's not going to get a lot of t- game time. So, yeah, I have nothing on
1: him. That's the thing. Like, he came, when we signed him, he was already injured. We signed him with the idea that after the injury, we could use him. Then he got mm. injured again. Then he was okay, like for a few games, like Paris and stuff like that. And then he got injured again. And he's been injured most of the season. Yeah. Now, like, like Ollie doesn't rate him and um, yeah I just I don't I don't see anything for him I guess Yeah I think still, he'll go this way, though yeah. Uh
0: 21 Daniel James mm-hmm. I mean yeah just I give him a 6 but he can yeah. run I'm I'm giving him a 6 for the first couple performances but I feel like he can do like this one trick And once defenders figured that out, it was just, that's it. He doesn't have anything else to throw at them. And he just runs very fast, but that's it.
1: I'm giving him a five. I'm giving him a five. And I think that is, like, the max I'm willing to go. Because at his worst, he's been so bad. But he was pretty good the first couple... uh, I'm not even going to say the first couple months. I think the first month and a half. Like, the first six or so games, I think he's been good. I... Don't quite know what he offers, and I have this thing where a lot of people say that we got him on the cheap we but we really didn't we got him for twenty something pounds, which is which is a chunk of money for an unproven kid from the championship who, after a season, is still quite unproven, so now I'm like, what yeah. does he offer? What are we gonna do with him? I, I don't want a situation for Daniel James that will echo, like, a Jesse or Pereira situation. I don't want him to be... I don't want him to be completely gone, in a way. Like, I, there's a player there, and I want that to at least grow into something.
0: Yeah, I think... I mean, he was thrown into the deep end, kind of. He just came in from the championship and just was, like... First he was coming in as an impact sub, and he was just starting every game, and he played for like a huge chunk of the season. So I, I don't know. I feel like
1: we shouldn't have played him as much as we did. Which again, which again goes back to some terrible man management skills by the people in charge at the club. So
0: yeah, I feel like everything goes back to that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like we've circled back to that a lot. I don't yeah. feel like the players are at fault for a lot of these things. I think the overall effect of the players' quality, like base-level quality, combined with um, the, the management, the injury management, the overall impact is what's causing these ratings. I don't think Daniel James is a god-awful player, but I think he had a god-awful season
0: because of all of these other effects. Anyways. Yes. Shoelamara. So okay. I mean, I gave him a seven. He didn't. He yeah. just did his job. He did what he has to do. He he knows he's the second keeper. Um, I mean, I felt kind of bad for him. While when Dave came in for the semis, because like I feel like that's like he knows that De Gea plays in the Premier League and that's fine. But it feels like the FA Cup and the Europa League in this case. I mean, he's not going to play in the Champions League. But the Europa League was his kind of time and. I don't know. I mean, he's he's all right. I th- I don't think
1: the only thing I'm going to say about that is that we had a lockdown. So a lot of these players went on like a huge break. And I know they were working out like in their homes and stuff during those months. But it's for the most same. part, for the most part, they probably lost a lot of their um, like warm Like they're not they're not like fit. So then they get back into the rotation of things. And I know Romero trained with everyone else and stuff like that, but he didn't play post-lockdown. So I feel like if we suddenly threw him into a match or two, you could risk injury, you could risk cramps, you can risk a lot of those things because he didn't play. He's not warmed up, whereas Dave's been playing. So
0: Yeah, maybe that's the way.
1: I think best-case scenario, that's what I would think the habit of our medical staff and everything I know probably just thinks this is just a stupid decision but <laughs> maybe yeah maybe they just stumbled upon a good reason without trying
0: yeah but... <laughs> yeah I mean apparently he's been rumored to be going to Aston Villa and it's going to be huh. like some kind of swap deal with Grealish I don't know how like legit that is it's something I saw
1: so I don't know fun. if there's
0: like any legit I would take I mean that. I don't know I mean, I mean if if Henderson's coming in, he's gonna drop down to thirds and keeper, I don't think, no?
1: yeah, I don't think he's he's way too good he's good enough to be a first choice keeper at a club yeah yeah, so for sure. him settling for second and a good paycheck, I could totally understand,
0: but third yeah is, definitely not and
1: i don't I don't feel comfortable with our club paying that much money to a third keeper. Because it's not like his salary is going to go down. He's just going to go down in the pecking order. So, what? He's making a lot of money for someone that's literally never going to play. I forget Lee Grant even exists.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, So,
1: yeah, I think he would do great at Aston Villa. For first choice, like their main keeper is that... Yeah, he's he's good
0: enough to be first, for sure.
1: I think that would be an awesome decision from both sides, actually. I think, um, yeah, that would be a good deal, I That would be a good deal, which is why I'm inclined to believe that's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, it Uh, seems like it's too good to be through for United.
1: Too sensible. Luke Shaw. (laughs) Luke Shaw. Um, Listen, I'm going to say one thing. Yeah. So we both see each other's ratings, right?
0: Because we gave it.
1: I saw your rating and I choked. But please explain (laughs) why you gave Luke Shaw this rating.
0: All right, I'm going to explain it. So I gave him a seven. And the only reason is because we missed him so much when he got injured against Southampton. I was just like, oh, this this is what Luke Shaw brings. I don't know. It's not like anything special, but it's just he's... I felt more secure when there was Shaw playing than when there was Williams. Like, Williams not scares me, but it just... It was different. Like, I don't know. I Yeah. And I feel like uh, Marcus works better when Shaw's there and they do the overlap thing. Granted, none of his crosses ever come off, but... There's a trend going down that side. I feel like that was really stifled when Williams came in, but yeah, go ahead, Rand or Luke Shaw. I mean, I don't rate him, but he's <laughs> all right. I mean, we uh, have worse players.
1: Okay, I'm gonna straight off say that Luke Shaw annoys me. Not because I don't like him. <laughs> Not because I don't like him. I think he's he's hilarious on Twitter, and I think he's a really great guy. Okay, and I, I'm okay. still I still admire him for like trolling Lukaku because
0: Oh my god that was funny. We
1: should at the end of this episode let's just talk about the Europa League final. Yeah I forgot about that. Yeah.
0: The Champions League finals in In half an hour. In
1: a half an hour let's wrap this up. But um (laughs) so I think he's been terrible for like most of the season and people keep rewriting it because Brandon Williams had a bad couple of games. And I agree with you. I, I think that like Marcus Shaw like I think that flank works but at the same time if luke shaw is the level that we have to settle for i i don't like that if we had if i'm sure marcus could work with a better left back
0: yeah of course if we
1: if we qualify luke shaw on what he actually does he has pretty poor like positional sense his crossing is
0: oh my god atrocious yeah he doesn't
1: really give any output. I've seen people criticize like Juan Basaka for like his output because they're comparing him to Trent and stuff. But it's like Luke Shaw gives us nothing. Like he he doesn't give us anything. He's okay defensively and he's worse than he's worse in the attacking sense than he he is in the defensive sense. And he's not very good at defending. So I, I'm giving him a five and I feel like I'm being generous on that.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Fair no, enough. I mean yeah. I feel like I was generous in general with my ratings, but yeah, yeah I agree the, with what a lot of what you said. I mean, yeah, I just feel like I'm remembering like the only, the, the only chunk of, me- of season that's like really fresh in my memory is post the restart. And that's like one thing that really stood out is that we really missed to a certain extent, Luke Shaw. But hard. that was because Williams wasn't playing that great. And that's not a reflection on Williams. Cause obviously he's like a teenage boy. He had, three months where he wasn't playing, so obviously he's not going to be as good as he was, but yeah. Yeah, we need an upgrade on, on left back for sure, but uh, this is the best we've got at the moment, I think.
1: Pasta Mensa. Mm.
0: I mean, I, I don't really have... He played yeah. like two games, and I was really worried, but he didn't do anything stupid, so I'm giving him a four. I don't yeah, know.
1: three four. Uh, he didn't play, so I don't really have like a yeah. number for
0: him. I don't think he's going to play a lot next season, to be honest. I don't have... I don't know. I don't think Ollie rates him a lot, either. Yeah, I think
1: he'd probably, he probably... Uh, he should go, for his sake.
0: Yeah.
1: Igalo. I gave him a 7.
0: <sighs> yeah, I gave him a 7, just because I love him. I.
1: Yeah, I mean... He's
0: living he, the dream.
1: Like, he's just here for a laugh, but he scored, what, 5 goals or something? And... Yeah. It, a goal for him is a goal for all of us. He's doing what we want to do. Um, and yeah. I I love him. And um, if we can get a cheap deal, like I don't want us paying money, but if we can no, get yeah. something if we get if we can get something for him, I don't mind him staying. I think
0: uh, Uncle Jude,
1: I I, I I love him. I'm I'm a fan. Yeah.
0: Anyone who hates on him is just like they're boring. Like I'm, fan. I'm sorry, like I mean he's like not how- great. He doesn't offer a lot, but you know, he's, doing, he's just, he's, he's, doing he's doing
1: what doing we want to do. He's doing what yeah. we want to do, but we can't do because we don't have his athletic abilities. So, <laughs> you know what? Good for him.
0: Yeah, agreed. Mason. Oh my God. 10 out of 10 st- st- season Starboy. He's right foot, left foot. He will score any angle. He's just, oh, he's 18. He's so young. And I'm so excited. And I just hope that they manage it well because that's what I'm scared of that's what I'm terrified of but other than that like just his potential is imperiled he's better than Marcus when he was coming out he's better than a lot of people were when they were coming out and I just I'm just psyched to see where he's gonna go and again I just hope that we manage him well because that's that's like really vital to like his progression
1: yeah I think it's been like a 10 out of 10 I think he's been brilliant uh he smashed like literally all expectations that we could have, and I'm I'm really excited for the future because if if we manage it correctly, if we manage him correctly, I think he would be he would be unbelievable. And I know people have been saying that with Sandra coming in, how is his development going to work out and stuff like that, but my logic is he's so good, he's generational. Like it's not gonna make a difference.
0: Yeah, I so think that.
1: If anything, it's gonna push the other three. Sancho plus and Marcus to be even better because they know that there's someone just so good right there that that can easily take any of their positions.
0: And yeah, and that's the thing. He can literally play anywhere. Anywhere.
1: And so Yeah, Starboy. Like Ugh. yeah, he's been fantastic. Uh my I think I would say Martial is my player of the season, but I think Mason is... Is a
0: close second, yeah.
1: Yeah, like, if we rate it on expectations. what did he, he scored 18 goals, I think, right?
0: Like, I mean, I didn't expect it at the beginning of the season. No, I, I not, Anyone did. No one, it, like, been, foresaw this.
1: It's been so refreshing.
0: Yeah. And I mean, also, why is he not taking free kicks? Mm-hmm. Just why? Yeah. I mean, I get Bruno, but... He's he's good with both feet, and his shot is just, like...
1: We should try that, actually. I think he, he would be... I, I don't
0: see why not.
1: Why not? Let's try it next season. Oh, yeah. hey, Ollie. if you're listening, you're not. But <laughs> let's try it next season. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, 29. Um Anwin Bisaka. what do you think?
1: I give him a 9 out of 10, because I think he has an excellent season. He's improving every single time he's playing. He's very young, I think, which people tend to forget and I get the logic of the modern fullback like Trent have uh, like their assist levels are way higher and they're creating way more and things like that but at the same time if if I had if we had Trent instead of Wan-Bissaka our defense would be chaotic because Trent's not a great defender no he's a good defender like in terms of what Liverpool need, but in terms of like overall, he's not that great. And i when you, with that and when you combine Trent with Maguire. Lindelof. Ma- yeah, Lindelof <laughs> Maguire. Like they're not great. And then the other fullback, whoever it is, they're okay. Not great. Yeah. <laughs> I I feel very I feel so much more comfortable with Juan bissaka in there than I would with anyone else. And I think the other thing people forget is this is his best season, like compared to Crystal Palace and stuff like that. He he definitely improved. So that gives me hope that next season he can improve even more. Um he's he's young, he so I, I I'm excited for him, I think nine out of ten.
0: Yeah, I gave him an eight, and that's just because he obviously needs to improve his game going forward. But for me, he was definitely our best signing from last summer. Um, yeah, he I'm going to say his like his form suffered a bit after the restart. Like he just didn't seem like himself. But other than that, he was just I mean, he was so, so good defensively. He saved our asses so many times. Um, and yeah, so I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, d- he pocketed Sterling twice. 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 This is Raheem Sterling. He is a world class footballer. And I mean, he just made it seem like he was just so, easy. I don't know, a championship player. He, he yeah. And I mean. I Yeah, I like him a lot. And obviously, I I hope he can improve his game going forward next season. And that's the thing, because he gets in really good positions. And he just, there's no final ball or he doesn't know what to do with the ball. And so, yeah, if he can improve on that, we're going to have a world class right back on our hands. So, yeah, let's see. Nemanja Matic. <sighs> Talking about bad contracts. <laughs> hmm uh
1: seven out of ten i think he. yeah i agree with you uh for what for what he does he did it well and he actually did much better than i expected because last season i thought like that's it he's done his legs are shot his brain is shot he's just he's gone um and there was a little bit of like an ego there because he was like Mourinho's favorite Mourinho was gone and then there was something there but now this season he like reinvented himself and he had a lot of good games and um, yeah I don't think we should have given him a new contract I think that is one of the stupidest things we've done but and it's not just it's not just like a one year thing what is it three years
0: yeah he's with us until June twenty twenty three God so, and we gave it to him this year so yeah three years and he's what thirty two I don't know yeah he's in so, his thirties so. so I have to look it up but yeah that's seems- in I mean, he. I mean, his attitude changed because I feel there was a portion of the season he was just like, you know what, I don't care what happens, I don't care if we lose, I don't care what I do, and then yeah. he just kind of kicked in and played a lot better. But I, like, if there is high press, I don't, I really don't like him there because he's so slow, he yeah. will get caught on the ball. Yeah. So yeah, and I think McTominay could challenge for his position and should yeah. challenge for the position, but or at least be rotated yeah. in. Yeah, exactly. Because Cause we have, know like... two. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, you can go ahead. Uh, like when he has two, three games, two, three full games, you know, the next game he's gonna be exactly. shot, like he's done.
1: Also, honestly, if we have Maguire Lindelof with Match in front of them, oh god, that's that's slow. I don't want. Yeah, that. I mean, it's a
0: really slow back line.
1: I I would feel very uncomfortable with that. Which it works out sometimes, but like only against certain teams before in the Champions League next season. So we have to think yeah. more.
0: I mean, oh. we were making fun of Barcelona conceding eight against Bayern, but <laughs> they like ran rings around us last season, and they were in much of a different team. Yeah, so okay. let's we're, not get ahead of ourselves. We're gonna
1: get smashed. Um, uh, the next one is James Garner, which obviously we can skip, but I will yeah. say that in the Astana game, his passing really impressed me. So
0: he's going on loan, so maybe like I hope that Ollie's like is gonna keep on like you know mentoring how he's doing and right. I mean he's an academy boy he should there's a player there. I'd, yeah exactly so I'd be excited for him to come back Axel uh oh it just it sucks that he got injured I think he
1: started like the first few games of the season I think he was pretty good when he was not injured and then he got injured and now I don't I don't and he's injury prone like he gets yeah. injured a lot
0: so, yeah, I yeah. think like for him next season is kind of make or break. If he gets injured and it's a long-term injury again, he will probably be shipped out. Yeah. Which is sad cuz I think he's a decent player.
1: Yeah, I really like him a lot. Like I think so. Oh, fingers crossed that next season works out for him.
0: Yeah. Scott. Scott McTominay. Um I gave him an 8 and I feel like it was like this was too high. I mean, he had a solid season and he was really integral at the start of it and then when he got injured United basically fell apart. Like that was when we lost against yeah. Burnley, when we lost against Arsenal. Like yep. when he wasn't playing, we were just done. And he's really good at making like defensive tackles, but he doesn't go forwards. Like he's really good at like holding players off kind of, but not like he will pass side to side all the time. He won't get caught on the ball a lot, but there's just no risky passes and no trying to create anything. But, I mean, hopefully he can improve because he's still a young player. And, yeah. But, yeah, I I think, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I think the first half of the season, I agree with your, like, eight out of ten. I think he was really good. And I, um, I was very impressed with him. He offers a great a defensive shield, so... McGuire and Lindelof's mistakes aren't as noticeable, which actually I think we noticed because we started noticing their mistakes more once McConnel was out of the team. Yeah. That said, he didn't he didn't play much after the restart, so I I have to go down to like a six and a half maybe because I don't yeah. know why he's out of the team. I think that's there's some again going back to like management issues, but
0: yeah, because yeah, I mean he got offered like a new contract and then got benched right after, so like, does it make yeah. sense?
1: Yeah, and I feel like his passing isn't that right? great, but Yeah. Hey. Neither <laughs> who knows technically.
0: Oh, uh, we will see.
1: <laughs> so who knows? Uh but yeah, I think he had a
0: good season. He uh, get his, and hopefully he can get like more time next season. And we will see. I mean it will be not make or break, but he needs to work harder next season.
1: I think cause... if we want to win the league, though, which I'm not even thinking about, we're so far away. <laughs> I McTominay mean, can't. Yeah, no, choice definitely,
0: definitely not. Position. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of players that can't be first choice if we want to win the league. Like half no, of our team needs like, to go.
1: Half of our team needs to go. So,
0: Pereira, the Joel, the keeper. Yeah. The keeper. yeah the keeper so. Perra, he... I forgot he existed, so we're yeah. skipping him
1: uh chong i feel like people are unnecessarily mean about him which he's just a kid like what why are you so mean about him um but yeah he's gone on loan so we can skip him as well i think yeah 53 53 dang uh <laughs> brandon williams um uh, seven seven yeah same i think i think the first few games he played he was excellent. And then the last few games he played, he was tired and he was making mistakes. So, um, yeah, I think overall he, he's been in the middle. I, he's 19. He can grow a lot. And I'm really excited to see how he grows. I would like to see him play on the right because he doesn't really play well on the left. So,
0: Yeah. yeah. I but, agree with that. He had an alright breakout season. He, uh, Like I said, he, his form dipped after the restart. But like he was being bashed over Twitter, like come on. It's and so yeah, weird. he does do the same thing. Like when he's on the left, he always wants to bring the ball over to his to his right because he doesn't know how to work with his left foot. So yeah, maybe next season we can see him being rotated with uh one Bisaka a bit more. But I mean it's gonna be difficult to displace Aaron.
1: I find the whole like the criticism leveled at him really weird. And it was the same thing that about- Marcus had for, like, that period in the early oh. where he was out of form. They're young kids, like, he's 19, like, at least Marcus is a little bit older, but Williams is 19 years old, like, what were all these grown men on Twitter doing at 19, like?
0: <laughs> Not playing for <laughs> 75,000 people, that's for sure.
1: So, it's like, grow up, he's doing fine.
0: Um, The next question yeah, he doesn't have um, an official number, but he's back with us. I don't I don't know what's happening with him. I know he's not gonna stay at Sheffield and I saw yeah, he was I coming mean, into Carrington, but I don't know what's happening there. I think
1: he's back with us. Um I I don't feel comfortable giving like being like oh yeah. he, he's like really great or whatever because I didn't watch enough Sheffield United come. Yeah, him. I didn't
0: watch any but, Sheffield games.
1: But I have seen a few of his mistakes and it's like
0: I mean, he's still young as well. Yeah, he's
1: young. But also, like, if he could have made a lot more mistakes. We wouldn't know because bigger clubs like United get more of, like, there's a lens on them. Whereas, like, yeah. if you're Sheffield United, even if Henderson makes a mistake, it's like, oh, it's Sheffield United. It's, so yeah, who, exactly. Who cares? So I would, like yeah, to, I, mean, I would like to see what he can do before I have any sort of commentary on him.
0: Agreed. And then we have our coach, Ollie. Uh
1: okay. So so by the numbers, we finished third. <laughs> we were in the Europa League semifinals. We were in the FA Cup semifinals the League Cup semifinals. It's a six out of ten season. Yeah. I and, agree. and he has his management will get a six out of ten. The players he managed got injured at a higher rate. Pretty much everyone else. So that's a knock against Um, his substitutions. Need a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Does he know that he can make substitutions before the seventy fifth minute? Like, does he? I don't think so.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's aware.
1: Yeah, because it's insane that a super sub does not realize that. Um, I think some of his decision making has been god awful, and some of the stuff he says and does has been. He's yeah. stomach turning. But this is my opinion. And, um, you know, I am fully willing to take the abuse for it if I get it in the future. But that's my opinion. I think overall, there's so many kind of cons for him that I'm not... Uh, yeah. By the numbers, on paper, it, it's 6 out of 10. And I'm yeah. happy with what we've achieved.
0: Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I don't know, I feel a lot depends on how we're doing this transfer window for like going forward if he's gonna be backed by the board he's like he's gone out publicly say it like we need we need more players, we need to reinforce the squad, so we will see, but yeah, like some of this his decision making some of his comments and like the conferences and I've just been like what the what the hell is he on about i don't I don't know, I'm not convinced either way, I'm like not pro, not con like but it's kind of like we'll see where it goes with me. I don't know. I I, I don't have an opinion either way.
1: It's it's been weird because um culture, like sort of fan culture these days, it's been you either have to be Ollie in or Ollie out. There's no like mm-hmm. nuance to that. I'm not either. I'm waiting for I'm I'm in like this weird bubble of I don't personally like some of the things he does and that alone could make me up. But at the same time I can acknowledge that there are positives to what we achieved as a whole, as a team, yeah. over the course of the last year or so. Actually even dating back to December twenty eighteen, we've achieved yeah. quite a bit. And based off of that, I could be all in. So there's there's nuance to that.
0: Yeah, overall. I mean the the impact he's had on like certain players like Rashford, Marshall, Greenwood. Like, he's improved some players so yeah. much compared to when they won. Like, Martial under Mourinho was, like, hindered so oh much. My. Like, his progress just, like, tanked war for times. those
1: two years. It, yeah, It is a war crime. The Geneva Convention needs to go after <laughs> Mourinho
0: for that. Not the Geneva Convention. You know what I mean. Yeah. Like, in that regards, like, I applaud all He's done so well with the forwards because I feel like that's his game. He knows it really well and he can communicate that. But with the rest of the squad, there's just some things that are just like lacking. Even like, I'm not one to just depend on like what happens on the touchline, but he doesn't really like at one point we, I don't know what game we were playing. I think it was the semi final in the FA Cup and they were going over for the water break and they were just, he wasn't talking to them and we were already like 2 0 down. Yeah,
1: he never comes down and actually talks to them, which is weird for me because. You're so used to like managers like shouting like do this do that and he just doesn't talk so it's like how how are they supposed to know what
0: they're supposed to be doing? I mean I'm not expecting him to go like Diego Simeone on them but like talk to them talk to the players. They like him. They like him so
1: they'll listen to him. But you know
0: I don't know like what goes on behind closed doors. Obviously we don't know this but. I mean, just from what I see on the screen, sometimes I'm just like, why is he not, like, talking to them? Or, I mean, there's – sometimes there's feeling down there, like, communicating. Like, why isn't it him? You know? It should be the coach.
1: Also, he always just looks scared all the time. And I'm just like, sir, like, (laughs) you have one of the most important jobs. You can't be looking terrified every time you go out there. Yeah. So –
0: and yeah, I'm going mean, to say something else. Yeah. I feel like he relies a lot on individual players to put in good performances to win games. Like, yeah. he relied on um, Rashford a lot in the beginning of the season. And then it was Bruno. And just, like, like just a, like, a stat to throw at you. Like, we only had 12 players which were, like, different goal scorers in the prim.
1: Wow. So, like
0: only of our, like, forwards, and then there was, like, Maguire got one, Lindelof got one, just, like, the random ones, you know, that scored however they scored. And then, like, if you compare that to Liverpool and Chelsea, there were 17 different goal-scorers. And then if you compare that to, like, Real, they had 21 different goal-scorers during the La Liga season. 21.
1: Oh. So I'm that just is, like... That is insane.
0: Yeah, and I feel like he relies a lot on, like, the forward players to, I don't know... I don't know. I'm, I'm like, very iffy about him. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens next season. I, I hope
1: there's... I hope there's a marked improvement. Yeah. So, yeah. that That is everyone. Wow. Yeah.
0: We can say something about the Europa League. Um, yeah. Like, the final? Yeah. I mean,
1: I watched it. I thought it was... It was good. Like, the first half was good. The second half wasn't good.
0: So... Um, I mean, oh. I was just glad we got out against Sevilla instead of like going to the final, going up against Inter and oh, god, Lukaku scoring the goal in the 93rd minute to win the game, <laughs> and I would have just gone off the nearest bridge. A Lukaku header off of an Ashley Young cross. <laughs> I would have just jumped. Yeah, I would have just not like I gone just off to the roof and jumped down,
1: <laughs> destroyed my existence in general. Yeah. Just nope, I never supported anything. I am not associated with this club (laughs) because that would have been that would have been the low point but yeah
0: so anyway I was glad we got out against Sevilla that being said like our game against Sevilla we were really unlucky and I feel like we played well and we deserved more out of it we were just yeah I
1: think we were we could have been better we were just tired it wasn't our day like that yeah
0: and individual individual mistakes cost us again which has like been the story of the season I think that's it for today's episode. We really want to thank all of you for joining us. Not all of our future episodes will be this long, but we will try to cover a variety of topics. Join us next week for an overview of our very young,
1: but very talented women's team, as well as following up on what's happening with Harry Maguire and perhaps even some transfer chit-chat. How does that sound?